Welcome back to the Always Aggressive Podcast. Corey Palm, Tanner Lipson, and head coach Tony Ersland coming to you from West Lafayette, uh, getting ready. We're just a couple days away from the Boilermakers season opener against Northwestern. But uh, uh, coach, the, the, the rest of the, uh, well, not the rest of the conference, but uh, about half Several of the teams. conference. Yeah, got, got the season going last weekend. Just uh, to, to finally be to this point, first of all, did you watch the action? I imagine that you did. And uh, uh, what were some of your big sort of big picture takeaways? No, it was by, by, by all accounts, right? Unless there's something I'm not aware of behind the scenes, it seems like it was a successful start to, uh, to the Big Ten, you know, dual meet season. So uh, we're off and running and just excited to get to wrestle. I thought, you know, there was a lot of good wrestling, as you mentioned. Um, freshmen who we'll talk about got off to some hot starts. And again, you, because of the clock extension or maybe even, you know, people being shuffled in and out of the lineup, you saw a lot of uh, new faces in there getting their opportunities. And that's a great thing too. So no, it was, it was a great start to, uh, you know, what we hope is a very successful yet shortened season, you know, as we head uh, towards March and big tens and nationals. You know, Friday night was a uh, Friday night was especially fun. I had the, I had our men's basketball game. I had, you know, Purdue at Michigan state on, on the TV and I had, uh, I want, who was the first, the first duel was um, Michigan and Rutgers, Rutgers on yep. my iPad sitting here. And so I've got, I've got both screens working, you know, huge win for, for men's hoops up at, up over, over Sparty. That was a lot of fun. And then uh, I got to watch a whole bunch of really good wrestling. So it was a, that was a cool setup to have, to have Friday night with uh, big 10 sports. Yeah. You know, and the interesting thing too was, uh, you know, I think you'll see this format as well at a few other schools, but Rutgers had side-by-side mats and they were going back and forth. I believe, you know, the camera didn't always show that you could see they had two mats set up side-by-side and it looked like they were just alternating sides, you know, and I'm sure cleaning. So you had that format, you know, I know, you know, you're going to see somewhere we, you know, you clean right before you'll wrestle five, you know, clean again and then, and finish the duel. But it was interesting. You saw some different setups, you know, of conducting a dual meet as well as, like I said, you know, some, some new faces in the lineups. Yeah. I was going to touch that as well, or it's just cause I've been going through a lot of the logistics as we prepare for Friday and we look at ahead to next weekend, but um, everybody's doing this a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you saw Rutgers had the two mats and they were flipping back and forth. Um, I saw another school that I was watching where they were cleaning between every single match and you were talking to like a three to five minute break between every match. And so it was getting kind of drawn out. I think that, that one was yep. on a stream though. Um, so uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting to see. And I'm sure it's going to be like, you know, every, diff- every school is going to have different rules. Every state's going to have different rules. Every, every setup, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be an interesting run through the big 10 this season. No doubt. No doubt. Um, you know, I, I go back to a quote, I think it was Nick Saban after they won the national title on Monday night too, right? You know, his message to his team was the, the team who can, you know, deal with these things, right? The, the best is going to be the team who comes out on top. And I'm sure it will be the same for us. You know, um, you know, you don't know what your lineups are going to be or what, you know, may happen week to week. Um, you know, there, people are talking about a surge, right? You hope that's not us, you know, in, in the, the new variation of covid so you just you're going to have to be flexible and and really uh kind of not get taken off course by these little disruptions that that can happen you know week to week or whatever you know the goal is to get to march you know uh and and be healthy and and ready to peak and and uh you know accomplish your goals anybody from uh from the weekend action around the conference that uh 
kind of caught your attention or, or, or that you were really impressed with that uh, got off to a good start this season? No, I mean, I think you've seen this in the rankings. So they certainly lived up to, I think a team like Michigan showed that, you know, they're, they're, they're solid, right. Um, they've sure. got a nice lineup up and down. Miles mean was not in there though. You know, they had a, again, we talked about new faces. They had a true freshman uh, in there for them on that particular night. So, you know, no Stevan Beachich either. Right. Right. You know, so um, I think they showed that they're, 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 they're going to be a team to, uh, you know, contend, you know, with, you know, the better teams as well. So, no, I, I think it's, it's what you expected, or at least in my mind, you know, I mean, this is something we do day to day, you know, and you're looking at it. And so, you know, they, they kind of showed that where they're at and what we thought they would be. You brought up the new faces and it's been funny because, you know, we're getting ready for Friday and I've been talking to some of the big 10 network talent, trying to get them ready to, to broadcast our duel. And I think as much as we kind of knew uh, with the COVID waivers and with, with stuff going on, um, that you were going to see some new faces. I don't know that everybody was ready for the, like the influx of like, you know, true freshmen and, and transfers and, and all this different stuff that just kind of came out of the gate. Like here's all these new faces, guys, good luck. Right. No, no doubt. And, and by all accounts too, the young guys did a pretty good job last week. You know, there's some nice, yeah. nice upsets. Um, Haas, you know, at Nebraska was in for Venn's. And had a nice win over Owen Webster. You know that was instrumental in the duel there. Sure. Uh, obviously, you had you know the the Ragason, uh, you know at young Michigan. man there at Michigan came out and got a quick fall. So uh, a lot of new faces that had some success as well. It just goes to show when you when you have the opportunity, you know, make the most of it. And, and a lot of those young guys I thought did. Well, and it's awesome. You know, Shane Sparks often says the Big Ten never uh, never rebuilds; they just reload. And uh, yep. it was, it, it's definitely been on display here early. Um, Corey, did you get to watch any of it? Uh, not as much as I would like, honestly. I, I, I wasn't able to watch all four <laughs> televised duels and that's what I wanted, <laughs> but you know, life. Um, the, 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 we, we've talked about the fresh faces. One new face that, you know, it, it snuck up on me was, was seeing uh, Seabass wearing that scarlet and gray uh, out at Rutgers. I, I knew it happened when it happened. I'd forgotten that it happened in the lead up to uh, Friday night. And then I'm like, wait a minute. What? Oh, that's right. That's, that's right. right. Of course he, he looked like himself and, and, and they no doubt expect big things out of him. I'm glad we don't have to see him this Friday night uh, when, when the Wildcats come to town, but, but no, one thing I wanted to jump in on the, the true freshman and the waivers and seeing a lot of fresh faces uh, coach are, are freshmen coming in more prepared to compete these days than ever before? Like is, is, has training evolved that much at the, uh, at the youth and at the high school levels to where we can see them jump in, in, in bigger numbers? Yeah, I, I think that's absolutely true. I mean, I'm not going to tell you that it's a constant, obviously there's always right. a, a learning curve for these, young people, they all come in at different places in their career, but you're absolutely right. You know, when you have some of these outstanding club programs, you know, where the kids now have access to wrestling year round with uh, tremendous coaches and better workout partners and those things, they are better prepared than they have been in the past. And, and they know it. they wrestle in a lot of big events. As I said, you wrestle year round You know, we are kind of in the age of specialization. You know, mm -hmm. I think back to when I was in high school and, you know, in rural Iowa, 
and you had to play all four sports just to kind of help your high school. There wouldn't the have teams, teams otherwise. Yep. You wouldn't have teams. So, um, no, I, I think you're just seeing these kids. They are. They're much better um, prepared, and they know it, right? There's, there's a confidence there um, that they, they, they know they can compete right away. So, like I said, it's not, a, it's not an across-the-board thing, right? It varies from, you know, everybody's experiences and the situation they come from. But, now I, I do. I think these young guys are, are better prepared uh, in general than they have been. How much do you think that's going to uh, come into play for the Boilermakers this year? I, I know you've had a couple, you know, strung together some great recruiting classes. And mm -hmm. uh, uh, including the, the young men who just got on campus last fall, are, are we going to see, do you anticipate seeing most of them in the, in the lineup I, at some point? I hope so. Yes. I, you know, like I said, I, I always qualify it because this year, week to week, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. I would hope that uh, everyone gets a chance to see some of our young guys and some of these new faces uh, as they get their opportunity. Okay. So that that's the hope. And uh, you know, I, I like our guys, you know, they're talented kids uh, they have a lot of great credentials, you know, and they're they're learning, you know, as we go, what the expectation is of how you have to train and and do things. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm very hopeful and optimistic that that you'll see these guys in the lineup and and have a chance to uh, you know enjoy watching them compete. And I think another wrinkle that um, is is coming through a little bit is the presence of these what they're calling the extra matches. Mm -hmm. um, Tony, you can you can dive in on this a little bit, but um, you know, we've seen around the Big Ten already. Um, in addition to the duel, the 10 matches in the duel, uh, they have approved the use of, of time to do extra matches, what they're calling them. And they're not exhibitions. Um, exhibitions don't count on your, your official record form. These extra matches will count towards your win-loss totals um, on your varsity record that can contribute towards NCAA qualification. Yeah, no doubt. And that'll be fun. You know, and we, as we look towards our duel with Northwestern, we should have three, maybe four, you know, but I think three for sure. As I was talking with coach Storniolo, you know, it looked like uh, 141, 149, and I believe 165 were some areas where he had a few extra guys. So, you know, um, we're going to try to get, get those three weights, extra matches after the duel. It's going to be an interesting matchmaking process for everybody. And the fact that like, you know, we'll go someplace and we probably all have guys who may need an extra match here and there, but like they got to have a guy to wrestle at the same time. So yeah. um, it, it'll be interesting to like navigate that through the season. Yeah. And it's not guaranteed. As you said, you just, you're kind of at the mercy of who they may have available for you as well. So while we talk about it again, to know who's available and that you, you can get them matches uh, remains to be seen, but, but I think it's great that they allowed it and we'll have that opportunity to get kids to compete where, you know, there's no opens, right? Normally we send these guys to opens and that's not the case this year. So, um, you know, I'm just hopeful we can get everybody on our roster some matches this year. So that, that you know, when you work that hard, uh, you know, and sacrifice, you want the opportunity to compete and that, that's all we want for these guys. Absolutely. Uh, now, <laughs> on the extreme end of this, um, I have seen some duels this season already. Um, I saw one duel in particular where there were 15 extra matches. They Ooh. wrestled the duel. They wrestled an entire second duel of like of like backups. Yep. And then they wrestled five more extra matches on top wow. of that. Who was that? I, I, I don't I, I don't remember. I don't remember off the top of my head. But it wow. was it was that opening weekend. It was like January it was right around the right around the, the turn of the year. And yep. um, it was ah, 
I want to say it was out West, but I'm not positive. I'll have to circle back and see if I can figure out who it was, but I was just like, it got me kind of nervous as we get into this season. Cause you know, you talk about the time that this takes and then you throw in some of the cleaning measures and you throw Mm -hmm. in some of these other, these other kind of things going around. And it's like, man, 25 matches. Holy moly. Like that's, are we going to try and do that in the big 10? So I I was going into a little bit of panic mode, trying to plan for something like that. Right. Right. (laughs) But I was like, that'll be the interesting part. That's not the case with Northwestern, right. As, as uh, you know, we we've talked, that's not been the case, but who knows when you get to some of these other matches and how many got people maybe traveling with their, you know, their, their travel roster. So it, it's going to be interesting. My one thing is I hope that official got two and a half times his normal pay. No doubt. You know what I mean? Know. That's you know, crazy. That's, I mean, that's a long day for a couple of guys. You get yelled at. I mean, those guys get yelled at enough with just 10 matches, you know, 25 matches. That's a lot. That's a lot of abuse. I, I don't do know. Twice as many earplugs. the other thing we might see that evolve as the year goes on if if somebody loses a match you know to a quarantine or loses a weekend and you know they're coming up short yep (laughs) february there's no doubt no doubt um i do think the big 10 you know and you're looking at all these uh, you know things that could happen i think they're ready you know the way the travel and when these guys come in and they have to test two times before the match like at least the officials will be here you know there's sometimes that they're coming in right before the duel and then they're out that night or right you know with more regular travel and now they're not they're not able to do that they've got to be in here a day ahead they've got to test and they got to test the next day and so that has really slowed and spaced out their travel. So at least I don't think anybody's going to be in as big a hurry. Like we got to get home, hit the road or whatever, got flights to, you know, to, to meet. So uh, that should help things. No more delay in the start of a duel because uh, uh, an official's. uh, Because the ref's not there yet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We had that, what, two years in a row, you know, um, (laughs) last year against Nebraska, right. Well, that was senior night uh, in in Mackey arena. Uh, Our official had his, his, uh, flight delay getting into uh, Indianapolis. So yeah, it's that's coming in, fun, coming in hot, real hot. <laughs> yep. So, oh, well, you know, enough talk about some of these other duels. Um, the Boilermakers officially open their season Friday night, January 15th at 7 PM live on the big 10 network uh, coach. Uh, what's, what's the vibe going on in the room with the guys they, they get to they get to put on the the blue singlet for the first time this weekend yeah there's there's just a lot of excitement I think guys are looking forward to finally wrestling somebody else you know um, than the same familiar faces they've seen in the room here uh, this fall so no I think there's there's a real excitement and there's going to be a number of guys who get to be in there for the first time you know I'll, I'll mention that just we're going to be from a starting lineup standpoint uh, a little short-handed uh, due to just a couple of different things going on, you know, in thin, this crazy pandemic, right? Um, so, thin. yeah, so we're, we'll be a little thin in the duel, but uh, but again, we get a wrestle, you know. I mean, this we've waited to do this for a long time, so yeah, we're gonna have a little different lineup out there, and and that'll be fine. Guys are gonna get their opportunities. You just you want to see them make the most of it. Mm-hmm. Go out, you know, wrestle hard, get after people, you know, get your scoring holds going, score the points you can. And, uh, and then, hey, we can evaluate and get better and move forward. So uh, there's general excitement that it's match week. Um, but there's also some, you know, uh, it's interesting because we got to go through all of these new protocols. You know, it's just not, 
business as usual where, you know, uh, if we're in, you got to have the room completely clean top to bottom before the next team can come in. Or even on match day, you know, normally uh, the two teams will share the wrestling room as you warm up, right? And get going this year, you know, a lot of places aren't allowing that, you know, just because of contact tracing and, and the way some of those things can go. So again, you know, while we're excited, this is going to be a, a more normal, uh, you know, thing for us, we get to compete and that's awesome. You know, it's, it's kind of, you know, making our way through these protocols and making sure that we're, you know, we're organized and we know what we're doing, you know, the first time through this. How challenging has it been with all the newness and the extra and the, the, the deviation from the norm to keep the guys kind of loose and, and just, you know, normal. Yeah. You know, I, I hope, I hope that's where communication is key. Cause we've talked a few times this week about what this will look like, right? Here's the schedule. I've been over it a couple of times and maybe they're like, yeah, coach, we already know this. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but you, you think, Hey, as long as you know, this is what the process, here's when our practice is here's when Northwestern is going to be in the room. There's got to be more time in between because they have to clean, you know, um, as long as you know, kind of what the expectations are. Otherwise you just want them to, Hey, you're going to get a wrestle. Just take care, take care of your weight, take care of your mindset you know, just go through all of those kind of pre-match things that we've been over a lot and that you've done for a long time, right? Like you, you want to keep it as normal as you can. Yeah, there's minor adjustments, but that, you know, that's always the case. As you said, we've had officials come in late. So yeah, we were supposed to start on time, but now he's not here. So, hey guys, hold on, man, you know, chill out for a bit. When he gets here, we'll get this going. Or, you know, heck, we were on the road last year and a fire alarm went off and we're out standing out on the street you know, in the morning prior to going to, you know, going to the room at Maryland to work out. So stuff, little wrinkles happen a lot. And so you're saying, Hey, you know, stay dialed in, stay locked in, control all the things you can. But if, if we have to adjust, we will, and, and we'll be fine. You know, trust, trust the training and, and all this preparation uh, now that we've put in. I'll never forget the kid in the unicorn onesie doing TikTok videos TikTok. Out in front of that hotel and in college in Maryland. That was, yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. you can't, the, you yeah, can't see, you see that every truck. day. Yeah. yeah. Next to the fire truck doing, yeah. in a unicorn onesie. It had a, it had a horn and everything. It was, it was something else. Hey, it was something. He made the most of it. He did. And, and that actually probably worked out great because, you know, you know, it, you get a little chuckle out of that, but at the same time, you're like, man, I need to get into my room so we can grab our workout gear and get down the road here, right? Can, can we can we get into our room and go? Because we're going to leave for the next couple hours. You know, it was just – give me 30 seconds. Um, but it, that was entertaining. Pretty soon you're going to have some wrestlers out here in singlets dancing, doing TikTok videos. Yeah, no no doubt. Anything is possible. Um, I think it's interesting that you put that into – you put that a little bit into perspective, Erz, in the fact that, like, you know – hiccups and changes and adversity it, this it's not something that's new no like sure covid's new and, and all these protocols are new but like you know having things come up out of the blue and the, the unexpected and dealing with those and still being ready to compete is is not a new concept i mean not just to wrestling that's the sport to just life yep you know so um it's it's interesting to hear you put that into perspective and and spin it that way for the guys. So they're, you know, they're thinking about it the right way. Yeah. I think that's huge, especially from a, you know, just from a stress standpoint, like, you know, 
in today's day and age, it's really easy to think about all of these other things going on and, and, it, and it can just, you can let it build your stress level. But in my mind, as we just discussed, these are not new things. Adversity is new. COVID's new, right? That's a new, that's a, it's a new and different thing and it's got its own special challenges. But, you know, within the realm of competing, which that's where we're on the verge of, you know, we, you know, we should be flexible enough to adjust as things happen, you know, still stay mindful of being locked in, mindful of controlling some of these things we can control. Um, but hey, sometimes we're just going to have to adjust on the fly and still find a way to go out and compete to our best. And, that, and that's all I expect from the guys. Um, you know, out of the room, that's different. You know, I, I even mentioned that to the guys, you know, this week, I, when we're in the room, the expectations stay the same. We don't move the bar. That stays the same. You know, out of the room because of all of these special little things that we have to do with social distancing or testing, you know, that's different. You want to make sure that you're, you're sensitive to maybe, you know, situations that are going on or different things that may happen that, that, that are a little different. That's, that's a little, like I said, different in my mind than being in the room and, and adjusting on the fly to competing with timing or just those kinds of issues. Well, and the other thing that for everything that has changed, the one thing that's going to be completely the same is the moment they leave the corner, walk to the middle, put on an anklet, that seven minutes is still that seven minutes. You know, the competition, there's nothing changing with the competition. So, so going out there and, and giving it, uh, you know, like you said, that the, their best efforts, none of these guys got to this level because they're bums uh, on either side. But except uh, for me, you know, well, yeah, <laughs> <For> me. Yeah. <laughs> and me, but uh, I have full confidence in, in our guys being able to go out and compete and and just really excited to do to, to see that. Is there is there anybody we should be excited to see on Friday nights? Uh, anybody maybe that might surprise us uh, with with what you've seen in the room that, that fans could be pleasantly surprised by? No, you know, well, I don't think fans will be surprised. I mean, we're going to have, like I said, we're going to have some new faces um, in the lineup. Um, but at, at least as of right now, like I said, you know, don't hold me to this because we've right. got two days of testing and two days of Anything practice. could happen. Anything could happen. <laughs> but right now, you know, it looks like, you know, uh, the, you know the, the two faces that will be in there, Kendall and, uh, and Devin Schroeder, right? Those are our two highest-ranked guys. You know, they, they're looking to be in the lineup, right, that, you know, as of right now. So – you know, uh, it's not going to be new or different in that way. Um, but it, those guys should be in there and they're, you know, they're, they're fun to watch. They can, they can put up points in a variety of ways. And, and so we kind of look forward to, uh, to having them. Um, but then after that, there's, there's going to be, like I said, a variety of guys in the lineup that haven't necessarily been, you know, in, in, in before, you know what I mean? So um, I just encourage everybody to tune in and, and check these guys out. You know what I mean? And then, you know, even watch week to week, because I think you'll just see um, the lineup will change over time. Now you, you hope to have, you know, your lineup settled clearly a couple of events in, you know, it's, it's not like you want to be having wrestle offs in February. Right? right. But because of, you know, um, whether it's injury or COVID or whatever, um, you're going to have a, a, a new, new and different faces, at least for a few duels while we're figuring a few things out. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, I would hope to have the group, that we're going to have, you know, after the first couple of events, you know, decided so that we can, you know, keep every, hopefully keep everybody healthy, you know, uh, keep them going the right way and then peak uh, for that first week in, in, uh, in March. And then again for nationals. Yeah. 
Um, the one thing I was going to add, you know, and, and I talked to somebody, I believe it was one of the TV broadcasters I talked to the other day. Um, you know, we've already said we're going to have several guys out and, um, you know, it's a mix of things. It's going to be, I saw this a lot in football, you know, you know, we'll, we'll be able to, we'll, we'll, you'll see how many guys are out. Um, we probably won't dive too much into why, who is out and why, uh, we got some guys that are nicked up and injured. Um, we got some guys, you know, with some, some COVID stuff. We got some guys with some quarantine stuff. So it's a, uh, you know, it's, it's a mix of, of situations. Um, everybody's Mm -hmm. a little different. You know, some guys are going to be back soon. Some guys are going to be back later. Um, but it'll be, uh, you know, Tony likes to joke that fluid is the is the official word of the season. Um, but that's that's what it'll be for the most part. Um, you know, the other guy, Tony, that I'm excited to see uh, put the singlet on this weekend and compete who hasn't gotten to do it in a while is Emil Sundlin. You know, we yeah. lost him. We lost him 15 matches into into last season. Uh, had a hamstring injury out at, at Cliff Keen. Uh, getting ready for day two of competition, you know, after making it to the quarterfinals. Yep. Um, he's looked really good in the room. And uh, man, I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be pretty special. Yeah, no, Emil is, uh, and we, I think we may have mentioned him a little bit in the past too. I mean, um, you know, we've never forgot about him. Some people may, because, you know, like we said, we, you know, he wrestled the out of sight, out of mind, right? Right. He got to the first week in December last year and then was, then was gone. And, and so this team accomplished a lot of great things. And, and honestly, he would have really added to that, right? Very disciplined kid, uh, focuses on his training, you know, his diet. I mean, he does all these things right. So, uh, you know, if there's a guy who should be confident when we talk about preparation, you know, Amel's one of those guys and he's got, he's got good talent to boot. So no, you're, you're 100% right to say we are excited to get him out there and, and uh, watch him kind of, you know, pick up where he left off. You know, because we did, we felt really good about where he was at, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, being able to compete with the best guys in the country. I loved, I've loved watching um, the way his top game has evolved in the room. And I'm really, I'm really interested to see how that plays out this year and how much he's able to use that and uh, start piling up points that way. And it's, it's interesting because he's, he's one of the bigger guys in the room. Um, but I see, I see some of shops influence in his, in his turns and his top work, uh, on the mat. Yeah. I, I really hope that, uh, continues to be a part of his focus. You know, you're seeing it now, uh, in practice more and in these simulation matches that we've had leading up to this week. So he's showing it to you now, now, now it's, Hey, let's bring it out to competition and against the best guys as well. That's where, you know, you're really comfortable with it. So, you know, um, he has been, you know, showing more top, uh, and putting more points on the board in that way. And so that's, that's great. Uh, I just want him to continue to focus on it and bring that out, you know, to, to live competition against the best kids. 100%. Um, yeah, it's going to be, <laughs> Friday's going to be interesting. Like, you, you know, a lot of new faces. Um, we could have as many as, I want to say four or five guys making their first career dual starts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some guys seen some guys who have seen a lot of action who are seeing their first Big Ten action. Yep. Um, you know, it, it's going to be a it's going to be an interesting mix of guys who are going to get a great opportunity to compete on national television and um, and show off a little bit of the depth of our room. Yeah, no doubt. It's it's going to be a, a fun night just because um, you know what it's taken to get here. 
Yeah. Okay. Yes, I'll I'll have thoughts on what we need need to do to be better. Right. You're going to come out of that, and we're going to you know you're going to think about everybody's performance. You're going to break it down. And you're going to go back to the room, and you're going to get to work. Right. That's that's just that's that's an every year thing, every event thing. But um, knowing what it's taken to get to this point, and and the journey we've had so far just to get here, uh, I'm just really excited to get to that night and and let these kids compete. You know what I mean? And then after that, again, we'll, we'll, we'll reassess, you know, be critical of ourselves, get better, go start that process. But man, you know, um, I think it's just exciting that we're going to get to this point. And then again, you know, um, I want to get these kids to March. I want to get them opportunities to realize their dreams and to reach, reach their goals that they've been sacrificing, you know, um, through, through, through lots of crazy stuff. Everybody has, you know what I mean? Like we've all gone through it. And, and, you know, as young people, when you see them work that hard and sacrifice so much, you, you want them to have those opportunities, you know, that you feel like they've earned it. You know what I mean? And so, so that's really where I'm excited about uh, Friday. You know, it's, it's, it's going to be a great night. Now, Friday is the only event you've got this weekend. Is it, you kind of wish you, you got to get back on the horse on Sunday with that uh, two, two events in three days, which is, which is the more typical thing, or is it one of those where, okay, like you said, we'll, we'll compete, we'll reevaluate, we'll move on. Is, is it kind of yeah. a blessing to have one event? You know, I kind of look at it and maybe it's just because it's what the hands you're dealt, right? You're always mm -hmm. looking for, you know, just how you approach the hands you're dealt. So uh, I like that it's just one event and then we get a chance to, to get back in the room and train. You know what I mean? You, you get another week to, to get better, um, you know, and we are going to get some guys back. We at least expect to uh, get some people back. And then, you know, we get to compete twice. So to get one and then have a chance to really train again and see what we need to work on or how we want to, you know, um, you know, change the lineup possibly. I think that's, that's a good thing. I've, I looked at that as a positive, uh, Corey. Uh, and then, then we'll get, you know, two duels, a Friday and a Sunday. And so now we'll get that, that two match weekend. You know, you get a little, you know, you know more battle hardened. And then really it's my hope, you know, going into the, the try going out to Rutgers, Minnesota, that, that we've really uh, kind of know, you know, what the lineup is and, and, uh, and who's where, and this is how we're going to move through, you know, February as we get ready for March. Sure. Um, yeah. Excited to get back into it. Oh, Absol absolutely. Coach, you, you dropped a, you dropped a mention of this earlier, and I know that you guys are both big football guys, um, national championship game on Monday. Uh, what did you guys, what did you guys think? I mean, I'll go first. I mean, listen, you kind of thought, I thought it would be a little closer game. I mean, the outcome, right. I think that what most people felt probably is Alabama was the best, the best team, the three headed monster, you know, with, with what Harris and, Mac Jones and, uh, you know, uh, Devonte Smith, right. That, so, um, so I, I was surprised a little bit. The score got away, uh, the way it did and as easy as they made it look, but, uh, nah, you know, I, I, I was one of those guys who was super pumped. I've said on this before that I love college football. That's, you know, you know, on a typical fall Saturday, that's what after practice, that's what I like to do is, you know, catch the games and enjoy that. So, to see them get a season in and crown a national champion, even though there was disruption, was was a win. You know what I mean? That, that was a win for football. And, um, you know, I think entire, um, you know, family of college football should celebrate the fact that they got a season in and they crowned a national champ. And then, you know, let's just hope um, that, you know, by next fall we're in a better place. And 
you know, uh, I think I heard one guy, it might've been Joe Tessitore, and you know, he got me talking now, but he talked about the smell and the sounds of college football, right? The pageantry, because this year you got to see the games and the on-field product was still good. You know, I enjoyed watching the games, but, you know, to game day, to hear the crowd, to smell, you know, what's all going on and in, in the food and whatever, you know, that's part that will be interesting as we kind of move back in that direction, you know, to kind of get back into that kind of a feel, because I hadn't thought of it that way. I had just enjoyed the football, but you're right. There's that pageantry of what game day is with the sights and the sounds and the smells that, uh, that I'm, I'm probably looking forward to next. You need, uh, you need stale beer and, and hot dogs and <laughs> like, like a big uh, uh, Tupperware container full of grass and mud that you can just, Right, right, yeah. Get yourself really going. <laughs> I'm not really feeling the stale beer, though. Let's. I can, can we can we leave that out? I'm not. Well, I'm not down. With... Most stadiums I've been to don't have the uh, the high end stuff that you drink, T. So. <laughs> Corey, what'd you think of the game, man? You know, it, it, it was it was entertaining. I, I, I'm with Tony. It was a it was a win for college sports, and college college football is one of my big passions as well. Um, the game itself, you know, you got that feeling, man, as soon as, <laughs> to mix sports metaphors, as soon as someone broke serve, it was over. Yeah. As soon as Ohio State didn't score, like, okay, they're, they just made one mistake and they're going to be down three touchdowns by the time they get the ball back. And it was just, Alabama was a machine. It's maybe the best team Saban's ever had, certainly in the discussion, which puts yep. them in the discussion for best team in the history of the sport. Like, they were a ridiculous. I don't know how Devontae Smith was always open. Um, yeah, I was. That was kind of my deal, and you saw it on Twitter too. Like where people, like, I have to think that. I mean, obviously that you know they gave him the Heisman Trophy, and yeah. I shouldn't say they gave it. He <laughs> earned the Heisman Trophy. Um, but holy smokes! Like, how do you get that open over and over and over and over again? Is he really that good? Was Alabama's scheme that good? Like yeah. what? I, I, it was just it was mystifying. I His halftime can take off the table is Ohio State wasn't that bad. They were the second best team in the country. So yeah, I think it was a combination of he was that good and their scheme was that good. There were two of the touchdowns that he had played. Like he's the best receiver in football in college football, but the scheme, you or I could have scored it because it was so perfect. And let's not get carried away. That's I was not, gonna say that's a dangerous that's statement there. That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> I would have tripped and fell at least six times. There's no way six yards, but yeah. <laughs> but like I said, uh, at the end of the day, they crown a national champion, and that gives me hope for what we're trying to do, right? Like we're starting, and um, yes, there there'll probably be some bumps along the way, some setbacks, right? You got to deal with some stuff that you saw it all year with football postponements cancellations whatever uh, but they got it done and so that is my hope uh for us and these these young men is that we will get to a night where they can wrestle for a national championship and i think we've seen you know we've learned college athletics has learned so many lessons since august because of football because of the basketball teams um you know and as more sports come online the knowledge base keeps growing and and it's going to pay off for the wrestlings and the volleyballs and when we get to the spring sports um it, it, I, I agree you know that is the goal god willing st louis in march 
and uh, and and the light at the end of the tunnel is is a little bit brighter because they were able to play that game in Miami. No doubt. That is the wish, the want, and the hope. Uh, Coach Corey, you guys got anything else? No. Good luck Friday, Coach. Uh, again, seven o'clock on the Big Ten Network. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, like I said, we're we're excited, and and hopefully we're we're off and running. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) We'll leave it there. We'll be back next week to uh, talk about what happened Friday night and uh, look ahead to to next weekend. Until then, for Tanner and Coach, I'm Corey. Roll around.